awesome, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, uh, I never do an intro. <laughs> I will do the intro after. <laughs> like, I'll do like a proper okay. intro. Yeah. Uh, so let's just, uh, so just tell us who you are and what you do. Let's just get into it. Let's first introduce you to the guests. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, my name is Damola. Uh, full name is Damola Yusuf. Uh, I'm Nigerian, um, Yoruba, yeah. which is one of the tribes in Nigeria. Um, yeah, so what do I do? Um, yeah. Marketing. I do marketing. Okay. Actually, I do a lot of okay. music, marketing, um, entertainment, you know, a bit of um, tech, a bit of okay. agriculture. So I try to spin my my wings, you know, across. <laughs> Those are the kind of things I'm, you know, I'm interested in. I'm interested in marketing i'm sure entertainment when i say entertainment not just music uh, you know movies uh events and all of that and also yeah. agriculture okay. so essentially that that stuff embodies uh, nice. you know what drives me and you know the kind of things i participate in um yeah so currently i okay. am i work for i work for a record nice. label i think the, the biggest record label in the world <laughs> um okay. yeah yeah <laughs> marketing lead for africa um, for so, which means essentially, okay, I'm nice. um, responsible for you know rolling out music, planning marketing strategies. You understand, uh, seeking out partnership with you know okay. um, streaming platforms, influencers, um, brands, and all of that across Africa, and helping to ensure that the music gets to oh, that's nice. supposed to get to. Yeah, so pretty interesting job, but then again, a lot of work, a lot of awesome. work, but you know, yeah, <laughs> quite, quite interesting. I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Then, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm just curious. How did outside. it all start? Like, how did... Yeah, go ahead. I'm listening. I beg your pardon? Sorry. No, yes, I was ahead. saying, I'm like, listening. how did this all begin for you, like, as a child? Yeah, I was oh, saying, okay. how did it begin for you as a child? Like, yeah. Okay. Like, um, what did the yes. of the Mola, what does the young Damola look like? Uh, the young Damola, I think, right from the get-go, I would say, I had a very... Um, inquisitive mind. I always, in my mind, and when I say mind, I actually mean mind. Okay. Like, I never spoke, I never, like, you know, asked questions, but a lot a lot of things was running through my mind, and I, mm-hmm. that made me, like, read a lot. I questioned a lot, a lot of yeah. things, like, why is this the case? Yeah. Why do we have a God? Why do people worship the God? Why, you know, why do we have this? <laughs> why do we have to follow? Yeah. It, it was crazy like that, you understand? Why do we have to follow these certain things? So it got me to read a yeah. lot of things, you know, have understanding. I, I think at, at a very young age where my mates were like, you know, worried about mm. probably what the kind of game to play, uh, what kind of bike to ride. I'm worried about, oh, why <laughs> is, why, why, why is the poop uh, invaluable, you understand? Why do people have to just listen to the Pope? And Pope yeah. says, This is yeah. a oh, why is there a book called <laughs> the Quran and everybody has to follow? Why is there a Bible? So, in my, all this things plays in my mind a lot. Yeah. Um, that's how I started, and it sort of gradually yeah. metamorphosed yeah. into me trying to understand the reason why people do what they do. You understand? Like, I'm always constantly thinking okay. of rationale. Then, yeah. also. Gradually, yeah. that's okay. If I could understand why people do what they do, how can I sort of you know get them to do what I want yeah, yeah. to do? <laughs> so, and that was a very young age. So, uh, <laughs> With a passion marketing, you, you get ex- ex- 
Exactly. That's like, okay, get them to do yeah. what they, they don't mm-hmm. know, know that they're even doing what I want them to do. Um, so that's, that was just innate in me, you understand? It? That was how I was. Then as I grew up, you know, went to mm-hmm. university, went to secondary yeah. school, I studied, I studied, um, so here in Nigeria, mm-hmm. we have a way, um, you primary school, by the time you get to secondary school, yeah. there's SS1, SS2, that's like, sorry, GS1, GS2, that's the junior classes. Then there's SS1, yeah. SS2, SS3. So GS1, GS2, GS3, junior yeah. class, then you move to SS class. Okay. So by the time you're in the SS class, um, now okay. you have to decide on a discipline. Mm. So I decided I'm going to do um, arts mm. and commercial. Actually, I was actually going to do science. <laughs> but the first class I had oh. in the science class, the first, day, the first day of science class, I can't remember yeah. what the topic was. The guy was talking about some fit. So something in physics, I was like, um, no, this is not for me. <laughs> I never returned back to the science <laughs> class and I went. <laughs> I just went straight up to, you know, arts and commercial and, you know, I read literature, government, you know, very, very interesting, yeah, a bit of accounting. Nice. I, was, I was the overall best student, SS1, yeah. SS2, arts. To SS3, actually, from SS1 and nice. SS2, I was the uh, very arts. best arts, okay. arts student, you understand? So it ultimately showed that I can actually pick, you yeah. know, going to arts class was actually, you know, good for me. And by the time I I got there, by the time I reached SS3, graduated, I knew I wanted to study, Yeah, I wanted to study law. I think in my mind, I think it's still so boring okay. to the fact that understanding people, why would you do what you want to do? You understand? Why have you done yeah. this? You understand, and and, and yeah. I said, yeah, natural yeah. progression yeah, was yeah. to study law. Yeah. My father is a lawyer. I think that might also yeah. that might has also okay. you know, sort of influenced. Influenced um, a bit. Yeah. yeah. You get yeah. like why I wanted to become a lawyer. Then I applied. So I think when I was SS two, actually, I yeah. did. So normally you're supposed to do your um, I think it's called. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Like the examination that allows you to you know study a course in university. You're supposed to do SS three. But I did mine in SS2. Then I was picked Mm -hmm, to actually study law in the university in SS2. But I was still in school. But I had, so when the results came out, I had quite late. By the time I went to the university to say, oh, let me go and apply, it was the last day, you know, to be able to finalize my admission. It was the last day, and I Ah. have to prove that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm from Lagos. Maybe I'm not from Lagos. I'm from Oyo State. That's like another another state in the country. Yeah. And I lived in Lagos. So the progress yeah, was okay. long. So that's yeah. how I forfeited the admission. So I had to apply again after my SS3, apply yeah, for okay. law. I got the cutoff mark. However, yeah, there's like a quota system that says, oh, if you are from this particular yeah. state, you know, you can go in. Oh, then, mm-hmm. but for my state, I think I, I got like 70, 78 out of 100. However, I'm not from Lagos State, yeah. so I, the quota yeah. like, for the people of my state already existed, uh, exceeded. Ultimately, uh, I didn't get to yeah. study law. Okay. Yeah. But actually, right now, I feel like okay. if I studied so law, I've well, been in international relations and history. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad for that. I'm actually glad for that because I feel like if I studied ah, nice. law, combined with, combined with the way I think, I'll yeah. probably be a very horrible person <laughs> if I studied yeah. law. That's how I feel right now. Um, <laughs> that, that's how I feel right now at the moment. Okay. So I studied international relations and history. Um, quite, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't sort of like it the first two okay. years. You understand? Because you know, it was history, 
yeah. yeah quite interesting mm. tell stories or oh, i think the the path i like was you know studying japanese history i think i did i quite enjoyed the, i enjoyed that part you know yeah. um yeah there was going finally must be like game. an anime fan <laughs> Um, I I did watch a bit of anime, you know. I think the very early ones, uh, Samurai X, yeah. um, yeah, those ones I did uh, enjoy that one. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, then yeah. by the time okay. I was entering, the, so it was a four year course. So by the time I was getting to the third year, four, I actually became very interested yeah. in international relations. Because I started to study oh the situation in Palestine or oh, Israel, how you know Israel yeah, became okay. to. Oh, okay. what it was. I'm like, how? Oh. You said, like, oh, why would some people just decide to put mm. a country in a particular place where they didn't exist for? Because the Bible says <laughs> it became very, very interesting to me, like how politics is. Because essentially, international relation yeah. was yeah. Um, yeah. understanding. Oh, this is what my country was. This is what your country was, and me trying to get what my country works from you. You understand yeah, without. Yeah. Um, you know, compromising yeah, yeah, yeah. and making sure everybody's okay. And if you actually look at yeah. it in it, that's essentially yeah. what marketing is. Marketing is essentially me saying, I am the marketing yeah. person. I'm the, like, let's say an agency trying to get the consumer to buy what my yeah. client wants. So finding the middle ground, oh, my client has well, yeah, so, so, yeah. So, to sell, has this car to sell. You look yeah, like you need yeah. a car. Because you cannot keep tracking, yeah, yeah. trying to now match them together. Yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah. that, that's what marketing is, and you know yeah. that's the relationship between international relation. That's how I sort of you know point national to marketing, um, and 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 and, and that happened nice. when I was I went for an interview. I'll come back to that. Um, so after graduating university, yeah. um, so we have this yeah. thing in Nigeria we call um, the National Youth Service Corps. So we do, we start for a year. Okay. So it means you live wherever oh, you nice. are, probably you'll, they'll post you to. So it's like a paramilitary uh, body. You understand? Essentially, they'll post Twitter us service. to. Like four feet, okay. Yes, for one year. So you're supposed okay. to go and okay. teach okay. or do That's anything nice. outside of where you are from. So I did, um, I was posted to Benue. Benue is at the middle of Nigeria. That was okay. where I was for one year. I stayed there. So okay. while I was in Benue, um, so when yeah. I studied history and international stuff, I was trying to figure out, okay, where exactly would I do? You understand? After graduation. Yeah. So um, I was trying to figure it out. Then I came across um, this book. Um, and I think the book was very, very, very mm. um, important in helping me decide and structure my mind. And the name of the book is actually Brandwashed. Um, I'm trying to remember the author, okay. Brand Watch by, by Martin Lynch, uh, I think Lindstrom. So I think that okay. full title is Brand okay. Watch, Tricks Companies Use to ma- Manipulate Our Mind and Persuade Us to Buy. So I came across that book and I read ah, nice. that book. Yeah. And it sort of opened my yeah. eyes. I was like, damn, this is yeah. what I always wanted to do. This is what I want to do. I want to make people do things. <laughs> you understand? Byproducts. Yeah. Not in a bad yeah. way. <laughs> not in a bad way, but in a byproduct. Yeah, of course, not in a bad way. You understand? Yeah. Like, um, help them say, oh, this is what I need to buy. Oh, this is what you need. They persuade them to buy. So that yeah. book, you know, yeah. played yeah, a very, yeah. very important role, you know, in how, you know, I 
became, you know, a marketing executive, you know, decided, okay, this is how you think, this is how brand plays, or oh, this is why this particular product okay. is placed in a section of a supermarket. Yeah. Oh, this is why this kind of music is placed. Mm. Oh, this is kind of sense, you understand, that you, you know, you put in, um, in a supermarket for yeah. pregnant women so that when their children can go, the book went in details <laughs> as to even marketing, yeah. marketing to fetus in like in, in pregnant women. That's how deep that book was. And, you know, I found that very, very interesting. Oh, nice. Um, so, so that sort of set me on the path. Yeah. Say, okay, now I know exactly what I want to do. I want to work in marketing. That's what I wanted to do. Um, I think nice. the other thing that also helped awesome. me out while I, I also came across during my service, it was my the very first TED talk I watched. Um, it was by I'm trying to remember her name right now. Uh, Delahavi. She was the head of security. I don't know if, what okay. her role is currently, but she was the head of security for Twitter for Twitter yeah. back then. Um, and I don't I don't quite okay. remember the title of that particular TED talk, but I do remember a particular yeah. thing she said. She said something about mm-hmm. she said yeah. she visualized catastrophe. So, and that is a funny thing. Saying, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. Your job is to visualize catastrophe. Yeah. And that caught my attention. Like, <laughs> yeah. So she, she made an example of oh, back then when people when Twitter was new, people would post pictures on Twitter of their cats. However, yeah. that picture yeah. might contain definitely will contain no geo data or where it was taken, where your location is, all that is in the yeah. picture. Yeah. So our yeah. own job is to think yes. of how yes. that particular one picture can lead to your death, which is like the ultimate catastrophe, right? You know, to say, <laughs> this is how this yeah. So that's yeah. our own job to say, oh, how is this one one tweet, yeah. you know, dangerous? Then, which was a very, very difficult job because, mm-hmm. you know, I think one of the examples she said was, to say, for example, if I remember clearly, she said something about she, a tweet that says, oh, mm-hmm. yo, bitch. Now, that yo, bitch, you know, it might sound, <laughs> you know, derogatory, like, oh, bitch. But however, if you look deep into yeah. that tweet, yeah. it might probably be referring to dog or friends role-playing and there's an actual dog, in, you know, in the mix. So for <laughs> yeah. her to decide how those things work. Yeah. So that, that shows, you know, yeah. picture of how do I say you have how to be analytical, you know, how to look beyond the obvious, how yeah. to look deep. You understand how to, you know, create rationales yeah. for yeah. people, how to put yeah. yourself in people's shoes. Yeah. You understand to help them decide how to see from where they yeah. are seeing from. And, yeah. and, and that particular yeah. that particular TED talk was my first ever TED talk. That was the first ever TED talk I ever watched. That also, you know, you um, know really, really had yeah. a very serious impact on me. Um, helped shape, like, yeah. So, mm. yeah. So helps, yeah, exactly. Helped shape, you know, me. So the book. Then I, I think the other things I read was I read um, Steve Jobs. This uh, biography for G- Steve Jobs. I read that too. Um, that also yeah, was yeah. quite interesting. So all these things together yeah. sort of helped, you know, to formulate in my oh. mind. Then after the one year service year, I decided, okay, fantastic. Okay. I knew I was coming to do. Came back to Lagos and started applying for. Um, how do I say? Yeah. Two things actually. I was like, okay, I'm not going to work. It's going to be music 
business because I've always wanted to yeah. do music way back in uni. Yeah. I remember when wh- wh- while I was I'm uni, curious. I, I, was, I was about to ask where the music came in. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. For me, so while I was in uni, I, I, while I, I I said I didn't enjoy the first two years, you know, because it wasn't what I wanted to do. So I got into the music yeah. business and also market digital marketing. I, I told mm. myself how to you know run hats oh, for nice. people, helping uh, you know artists in uni to you know put their song on blogs. Yeah. Then you know they'll come to me, they'll give me small money. So, oh, so yeah. I call somebody yeah. out, maybe yeah. one of these blogs. I think one of the mm. popping blogs back then was you know three sixty and I had you know a how do I say somebody I knew there. His name was QG. You know, really really nice guy, sweet guy. Yeah, you understand. I'll call him up and say, "Bro, I need to get this song up." You understand? Yeah. And he would listen to it. I may put the song up. You know, so that started my yeah. journey. I found some artists came up to me and said, "Oh, they mm. wanted me to, you know, to manage them." I didn't understand nice. what it meant to manage artists, but like, "Oh, yeah, we'll figure this out. We'll wing it." So that's how we started. Yeah. Then along the way, you know, helping <laughs> artists yeah. looking for record deals, oh, like nice. working from. From Lekki to Gate, you don't know where Lekki Lekki Gate is. Like down to the end of Lekki Face One, because I'm going to meet record labels to help sign artists. You understand? So oh, that wow. was happening, you know, on the sideline. Yeah, okay. I remember wh- while I was in uni, I know I told I told one yeah. of my roommates, you know, like yo, I'm going to actually own one of the biggest labels in Africa. That's why I, I told my roommates. Like I have going to work because <laughs> nice. I want to sign because of artist. Yeah. You understand? Fast forward from you know that was like how many years ago? Almost yeah. nine, ten years ago. You understand? Now to me, working for the biggest label yeah. in the world. You understand? Yeah. Still, that's close to my ambition of you know having the biggest yeah. label in Africa, which is actually yeah, very close. close, yeah. very close. You understand? Um, but you know, it shows yeah. like you know, it's quite close. So that was where the yeah. music. Uh, so yeah. I still had that on the side. So even though I was serving, yeah. learning this marketing thing, I was still you know helping artists to push music, formulating you know, digital marketing plans for artists, helping to push mm-hmm. their you know their song yeah. on Facebook. You know, trying mm-hmm. all those things were still happening in the mix. Um, <laughs> yeah. So by the time nice. I came back to Lagos during my service yeah. year, I knew I wanted. To, I was not going to apply for any job. I was just going to, you know, face uh-huh. music, try to get an artist signed. <laughs> yeah. I was not going to apply yeah. for a job, yeah. get an artist signed. <laughs> then, then also yeah. only apply yeah. for marketing roles, agency. And back then, I didn't know much about agencies. Ah, nice. Yeah. So it was kind. So mm. it was kind of tricky for me. So I just focused on music. My dad was not having it at all. It was like, no, <laughs> no. You have to. I can imagine. So I think. <laughs> so, so so I think yeah. he plugged me. He did. He did. He did, did send me. I think one of his friend. Um. Then I went for an interview. Got a job in the bank. Um. One of the I think Stalin Bank. Um, okay. Worked okay. at Stalin Bank for three months. Um. Okay. I think and I think yes and that's when the old online marketing came because when I worked at Stalin Bank I worked as a okay. trying to remember the role. Mm. Uh, direct sales executive. So essentially, I was you know going from one place to another yeah. to help you know to open accounts. Then I learned a lot of things oh, doing man. that, like a lot of things doing that. How to appeal, understand how to understand yeah. what people want. You understand, and also get them to do what you want. Uh, yeah. Now, Stanley Bank yeah. is one of the banks. Like you know, it's not it's yeah. not like the top ten or top five banks in Nigeria. It but people know them. People would not naturally yeah. want to open accounts with Sterling Bank because they have oh you have the Access Bank, you have the GT Bank, yeah. you have um 
all those other big bands, mm-hmm. UBA, Zenit. Nobody really wants to open an account yeah. with Zenit ba- with yeah. Stalin Bank. But that's my job to get people to open yeah. account with Stalin Bank. Yeah. Ah, and I thought about yeah. so what would I do? So I had to you know, <laughs> formulate, okay, look at yeah. so anytime I approach a person, mostly market women, I look at mm-hmm. them and say, Oh, this is what yeah. you need. Oh, this is what you need, and this is why ah, I need to nice. help you. Try to sell it to them. Then if all that fails, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll go to I'll start begging them. Please, <laughs> yeah. please open an account. <laughs> I was like, please open yeah. an account so they don't fire me. Because <laughs> I need to open a particular amount of accounts you know, every month and have, so, so, I think oh, then it was after okay. bringing 3 million, 3 million Naira per month into the into the account. Wow. That was like the target monthly. Um, so I would beg, yeah. found a way, you know, talk to my guys, you know, had guys working who had money, to, you know, to put away. Oh, talk yeah. to you, don't move some of this yeah. your money from this your bank and move it into the account I open for you and just keep it there. You understand? So that helped. So, I mean, I yeah. I yeah. It was it was really it was really an interesting time because how do I it helped me to how do I yeah. understand a lot of things, how people think, you know, yeah. how to persuade people, then also how to sell. You understand? That in particular experience yeah. selling to have, you know the market yeah. women. It was yeah. you know I was saying very, it must have like sharpened your like persuasion skills. Exactly, yeah. it did sharpen my persuasion skills. You understand? So then I knew how to sell. Yeah. I knew what you wanted to hear. I knew when I was saying something that you didn't like. I knew, like, okay, immediately yeah. I, I need to switch. And you, know, when I start saying something that you like, I start yeah. to see, oh, you actually like what I'm saying. Then I go in deeper. Say, oh yeah, this is. So it sort of helped yeah. me to understand how to sell. So I went at Stalin okay. Bank for nice. three months for three months, mm. then I held over and opening an assets bank. Now, this is one of the biggest banks mm. in Nigeria, the popular one. So it was for a their digital banking yeah. division. Yeah. They had a product called um, um, yeah. Pay with Capture. So essentially, you, have, you just pick up your phone, okay. you scan a code to pay. That's how it worked. So yeah. and I said, oh yeah, oh, nice. this is quite okay. interesting. Um, this sounds like, you know, fun. Mm-hmm. It's tech. It's not, I'm not going to be opening accounts. Yeah. I'm begging people to say, please open accounts. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I went for the interview. I got the job. Um, so, they, yeah. they, they thought of how to use the product. So, the, what made it more interesting for me was we're working directly from the headquarters. So, I was able to see, you know, sometimes you see the, uh, oh, sorry, the EDs coming in. Okay. Did you say your network went off? Yeah, I couldn't. It went off for a bit. But anyway, still tell me about like going to the access bank and like opening up the new account. This uh, with this okay. payway system. Sorry. Pay with capture. So when I got to access bank, it was um, yeah. how do I say? So that, that was like a new how do I say? It's an all new um environment to me because you know it was all glam okay. they had very mm. nice shirts ties suits mm. almost everybody had apple wristwatches <laughs> for some reason yeah. they all had apple wristwatches you know, <laughs> I'm like, oh, these guys are actually very cool so i was working from the headquarters so which made it more interesting to me i was seeing you know the eds you know the ceo uh i think that time it was still about about week we um you know those kind yeah, of things, seeing those kind of people walk into okay. the building, you know, elevator, seeing 
it inspires you. You understand? You are seeing those mm-hmm. who run the company directly. So it sort of inspired me. I really wanted to stay in banking because of me. that. So know. when they gave us a product, oh, now we're selling payment capture. We're selling directly to businesses. Okay. So it means essentially we are going to let's say like Shoprite or uh, Cash mm-hmm. and Carry or Swiss Sensation Eateries, telling them, oh, we think you should start mm-hmm. using this because this is what the payments will look like in the future. This is what you get. And we have targets. And if I remember mm. correctly, for Lagos, uh, for, t- the, okay. for two months, I had the IS sign up for businesses in Lagos. That's yeah. the staffs in Lagos for pay recapture. Nice. So people had eyes on me. Wow. You know, was like, oh yeah, this, this guy knows how to yeah. sell. So I think I did sign up to Sensation. <laughs> I think I also brought in, yeah. I remember, Cash and Carry. Then, is it Cash and Carry? No, not Cash and Carry. Um, one of the South African okay. uh, big supermarkets, I signed them then to, I uh, hear yeah, it was the game, the game, uh, Association and the game, signed a bit of some spas, ah, some nice. restaurants, VI. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was, you know, I, I was like on top. Okay, nice. Then it was quite interesting for me. So then, yeah. like, oh yeah, based on yeah. the performance, you're not going yeah. to, you know, yeah. come into, yeah. So as it went on, however, in the back of my mind, I was still doing mm-hmm. music. I was still open at this, you know, trying to go to record deals. Uh, oh, you're still doing music. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was still doing music. Oh, nice. I was still all the while. I never left music because I had an artist nice. and I was managing. So sometimes I'll be <laughs> nice. like, oh, the artist has like an audition with the record label. Now we need to, you know, and I was still going to work. Yeah. How do yeah. I juggle going to work? And going for the and yeah. their, uh, following the artist to the audition, you know, sometimes I'll say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and see. I'm going yeah. to sign up this client. I'll say, I'm going to sign up this client. Yeah. However, yeah. I'll finish up with, this, with the client, <laughs> yeah. and I'll, I'll look up with the artist <laughs> somewhere else, then we'll go for the audition. Ah, so, nice. all this was still happening yeah. in the yeah. background, um, and it was quite interesting for me. Then, eventually, I came across, and I, mm. I, I, still, I still tell this story now. The first marketing agency yeah. I worked for, I don't re- I don't remember yeah. applying for the job. I don't remember <laughs> applying for the job. Just showed up and they're like, here's a job. <laughs> yeah. So I don't remember applying for the job. I just got a text message from them and I said, Oh yeah, yeah. you have uh, an interview, so, 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 so date come for the interview. I was like, ah, oh, get out of here. All these people wow. that come, fake job, they're trying to scam you. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, something yeah. in me just said that night. I, sh- I sh- uh, researched the company, so I went online. I searched for the company. Oh, okay, so this company actually exists. Yeah. Then I saw the the yeah. the owner of the company. The owner of the company, his name is Tunji Olubudi, and you and I and I saw that okay. he used to work at um, Prima Garnet. Prima Garnet is one of like the biggest agencies back then. I don't know if they still exist. Mm. And, and I saw that he used to yeah. work at Prima Garnet. I don't think, yeah. And I remember Prima Garnet. Yeah. This sounds very familiar. I've heard this name before. Where yeah. did I hear this name? Then I remember yeah. that I heard yeah. this name on a podcast, actually. There was a podcast called, I'm trying to yeah. remember the name, Something Africa, that had um, Stephen yeah. Babeko. Stephen Babeko is the CEO uh, and founder of Extreme Ideas, Extreme Agency. So, and they also work at Permagranet. Ah, okay. So, I did like, so okay. it was me doing the link up, like, okay. Ah, so, nice. if Sivabeko, I know Sivabeko, but I don't know this to do with the guy. But Sivabeko work at Permagranet, which was like one of the big yeah. agencies. So, <laughs> if this to do with the guy, 
also yeah. work at Prima Garnet. It means it's also like a big deal. So definitely, yeah. I'll go for the interview. Yeah, yeah. So I said, fuck it, what would yeah. that, what, what's, what's happen? They'll try to scan me. I'll see through it and I'll say, you know, yeah. I leave the interview. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not interested anymore. So when I got yeah. to oh, and I saw, oh, this was actually yeah. a proper agency, you know, very big compound. I could see all the staffs. Yeah. So, hey, what are you here for? Yeah. I said, yeah. oh, I came for an interview. And yeah. the HR person asked me, okay, yeah. so when did you yeah. apply? And I told her, I don't yeah. remember applying for this job. Yeah. <laughs> then she looked at me really, really funny. <laughs> like, look like this look crazy person. Yeah, like, look, like, are you, I said, yeah. actually, I don't, I don't remember applying for this job. Maybe I applied for it way, maybe six months ago when I was just, yeah. you know, focusing on only agency jobs. But I don't remember applying for this job, but I'm here now. You sent me an invite <laughs> and I'm here now. Yeah. Um, so they gave me yeah. they gave me a test to do. So I did the test. I think and yeah. I've never told, I think I've only mm. told two people this, what I'm about to tell you. I did the test and I actually failed the yeah. test. Mm. Wow. I failed the test. That's interesting. <laughs> I did fail the test. Okay. Then for some reason, yeah. they called me back. Yeah. So when they called me back, oh, okay, that's nice. And you know, the, I, I, I sat yeah. I sat in the room with them and okay. They started asking me questions. They asked me this question, mm. I'll answer them. Ask me another question, I answered. You know, I knew what because yeah. of the book I've read, I knew okay, yeah. this is what you want to hear, this is how to market. So I was saying everything. <laughs> the guy looked at me like, okay, every question you answered, you've answered correctly. And these were the same questions we asked in the test. So why did you yeah. fail the test? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, like yeah. probably in the test, you you had like, you know, they were using big advertising words, oh, above the line, below the line, yeah. oh, ah, conversion, yeah. all yeah. those things. I don't come from advertising. I just yeah. read a couple of yeah. books. I don't know all these things. You understand? So but I understood. I, yeah. I, 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 didn't, yeah. I didn't know the names, but I understood, you know, the idea, you know, of below the line, above the line, all those things. Yeah. So yeah. I said, okay, yeah, they'll take uh, yeah. a chance on me. So I, I did a second interview, met uh, yeah. Julie Bodhi. You know, he said he's very interested in me. You know, he likes the way... Okay. You know, I've comported myself and all of that. Nice. So, you know, that's how I got a job at an advertising agency. Yeah. Yeah. And that's you know, how my journey into, you know, nice. marketing. And, and and the good thing about agency was, it was a 360 agency. So we had the media buying ham, had the business development and strategy ham, uh, had the creative ham, had the PR ham, nice. had the activation ham. Yes. You understand? So it means... As when I came nice. to the agency, I nice. had the opportunity of working for all those other agencies under this other, these agencies. So it was like a group of companies. So I had the opportunity to work under Red Gecko. Red Gecko was the PR ham. I worked uh, Green Measures. Green Measures media buying okay. ham, you know, traditional media buying, which is buying you know TV nice. ads, radio ads, yeah. newspaper ads, magazine ads. Yeah, yeah, I gave yeah. the opportunity to work mm. on brands like mm. Emirates, South African yeah. Airways. Um, um, nice. plenty brands like a lot of brands. Then worked on the you know the business yeah. strategy arms. Um, so yeah. Work on the creative arm. Um. So working in that agency, 
sort of took me through everything as far nice. as marketing was concerned. And I, so by the time I learned everything with all departments, all agent, all the other agencies on that this particular, yeah. you know, I was yeah. vast. I knew. So if you said something that mm. had to do with PR, I knew, understood. If you said something that had to do with you know media buying on TV yeah. or how to measure mm. you know reach yeah. or hump, mm. all those things I understood. Also activation, business development, how to yeah. manage creative guys, how to do design. Mm of its best, all those things nice. I was able to learn Avadanzo yeah. and it was a very, very, how do I say, important nice. part you know, of my development as a marketing person. You know, yeah. then at the end so of like the you going to university exam, again. <laughs> you care, yeah, it was like going yeah. to university and relearning everything as far as advertising was concerned. Then by the time I was a year, <laughs> and this was this happened between a yeah. year, by the time my first year at Avadanzo uh, was over. Then oh, wow. Tuji, that's the owner of the company, told me oh, he wanted me, to, you know, to be like digital marketing person because you know I was also doing digital marketing. So we started, you know, creating. So they created a digital marketing, you know, rule okay. like a, a rule okay. for me. Okay. So it was called mm. integrated, mm. integrated uh, digital marketing media buy. So essentially, that rule was created just for me to do digital and traditional media buying. You understand? So combine everything together. Eventually, okay, nice. I was nice. moved to now. So, you know, before I was working with the d- different department, like I work with Green Measures as media buying. So Lisa decided to move me yeah, yeah. from that, yeah. from, yeah. from what's it called, from the media buying company. Yeah. Now I was now in the group. Like I will now yeah. work for the group entirely, which means I service ah, all the nice. company, all the agency, ah. which was like a very good experience for me. Oh, the company groups. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So that, oh, awesome. so that was like. That, that, I'm just curious about like. Yeah, nice. I was just saying. I was just curious about like. I know since the Creative Asylum podcast, we're all about like creative process. I'm curious about two things: failures and successes, mm-hmm. and how you sort of navigated those two things as you worked from the banking world all the way to advertising. I'm just curious if you could just share like two stories where like you either failed and how you sort of learned from that failure and navigated and grew and then maybe a success story also as well where you sort of like did something well and then how you sort of like improved on that and just won again and just did some cool stuff. I'm just curious about those two aspects of like oh, your okay. process as you were growing and learning within the spaces. Oh. Yeah. oh, okay. Um... I will start with the failure first. I think everybody okay. fails along the way. Um, a lot of, you know, things that I've yeah. done, I don't categorically see them as failure. I see mm. them as, even though this might sound cliche, I see them as a learning process. Um, I yeah. think a good example would be, okay. um, I'm trying to, you know, find one that, you know, uh, mm, yeah. Would be my so I created an agency. Uh, the name of the agency yeah. is Greyhound, you know, a small agency. Okay. Well, yeah. So I think that would be my failure and also my success story. When I studied agency, I was trying to figure yeah. out, you know, how best to, you know, um, create value for people outside of what okay. I was doing my nine to five, which you understand how to create value for. Yeah. Other people. Yeah. So I did start out, you know, yeah. creating solutions for brands, 
you know, for small, medium, small, mm. medium, uh, medium scale small. businesses. You understand? Oh, okay. Maybe mm. this guy that owns like yeah, the fashion yeah. brand yeah, yeah. trying to scale. Yeah. And, and yeah. what I learned from that is, so I did, you know, I did a bit of um, marketing for this particular guy. I'm trying to remember his name it was like my first yeah, guy. Yeah. It was, it was a huge success. Yeah. It was actually a huge success. And you know, yeah. he actually gave me like a shirt and said, oh, you like people were coming by. Now, yeah. the failure there was the fact that trying to replicate yeah. that success, you understand, became very hard for me. Uh, I didn't, mm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I was, uh, okay. okay, I found, I found this success. Oh yeah, it was sharp, it was quick. But trying to replicate it over again was like difficult, yeah. impossible. You get, and for somebody that was young, new to the business, yeah. mm. sort of, you know, made yeah. me worry. Am I, am I your one, you know, is it one, how they call it, is it one, one trick, one trick dog or one time star? I'm trying to remember, you know, what each one that, that's, one one, that's what funny. they call it. Yeah, one trick yeah. funny. Yeah. One trick funny. You know, like trying to figure out, so it was really, yeah. you know, it was a source of worry to me. So what would I do? I tried a lot, tried to sign mm. clients. So I didn't know, I think okay. if there was anything, I'm, I'm a very shy person. No, no, I'm not say shy. But I talk to people only on yeah. a need need yeah. to talk or need to know basis. So I'm not mm. quite good with you know, um, hey, hello, how are okay. you? This is me. Hey, take that. That's not I'm, that's not my personality. Um, so I had to <laughs> oh, adjust okay. along the way. Yeah. You get to say, okay, for me to be able to replicate yeah. this success, you understand, I, I would not have to wait for people to come to me. Yeah. I don't have to wait for opportunities to come. I need to actively go out there. Yeah, yeah. You understand? To actually see for opportunities. Yeah. You understand? I need yeah. to learn yeah, yeah. that, you know, through different ways. Ah, nice. I started mm-hmm. to read about, you know, how to pitch. Um, that was what got me into, you know, learn all this, oh, how to create a business deck, elevator pitch, yeah. and all of that. How to say things right away and sell to these people um, instantly. And that 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 particular yeah. period, yeah. you know, taught me a lot. Yeah. You know, taught me a lot about you yeah. know how to maintain relationships, mm. how to ensure this person that you have now turns brings four, three, five people to you to help you grow your business. So if that, if there was anything, nice. I would say nice. Nice. that that was a failure. Us, then us, when us. it comes. Mm. So when it comes to successes, I'll still come back to you know, this oh, okay. So before, before I, I think I called it um, light bulb and spark solutions. Right now, and now I've changed it to gray how Africa. So mm. right now, what I've learned was now from the lesson of you know, a I didn't know how yeah. to build relationships to expand client client base. I've learned now to build a network. Yeah. You know, capitalizing on yeah. the people I know to build. My business. Nice. So essentially, I have Greyhound Africa now. What Greyhound Africa is the business solution. Mm. So essentially, it has yeah, a yeah. store or a full marketing service arm and also has the entertainment service arm. Ah, nice. Nice. Right now. So what I've done is I have friends that, you know, I've okay. you know, developed with over time. I sort of leverage on them and I'm not shy about telling them, you, yeah. this is what I do. This is what I do, and this is how I can do it. I'm actually good yeah. at this thing, yeah. and I keep on saying it to them. And over time, they've heard yeah. me, and they mm. give me opportunities to build 
you know, to do things for them. And they've seen how I can deliver results. And so when these people climb mm -hmm. up to become marketing managers, head of companies or somewhere, they, uh, they always remember me when mm -hmm. they need to do something, which is in the industry. For example, Great Hair right now okay. just did, um, we just did a campaign. Mm -hmm. Actually, yeah, mm -hmm. a campaign that's about to launch for one of the biggest ride healing companies in Africa. Yeah. No, in the world, actually. I can't mention the name, but if they are, you say, when they say one of the biggest ride healing companies in the world, you understand? Essentially, oh, we help nice. them to design sound. We to design sound for their TikTok campaign across Africa. So what happened was, I knew so this you're guy. The, no, you broke, you're saying? Yes. Yeah, so I said, oh, we nice. helped them to design oh, wow. you know, nice. this sound. So they came to us and like, we did one, yeah. one sound. They came to us initially for just one sound. You know, I got the producers together. So this is now the intersection of how oh, okay. marketing and entertainment came together. So two things I'm passionate about. So they okay. came to us and said, we wanted to design a sound for TikTok campaign. You understand? This is, I don't think anybody yeah. has done this across Africa. Yeah. Designing okay. TikTok yeah. sound for brands. I don't have no, I think we are the uh, first to actually do yeah. it for any brand across Africa. So they came to uh, us, nice. we designed one sound for them. You understand? <laughs> they liked nice. they, they like yeah. this so much. They liked this so much. Yeah. They came back to us and said, Do I have to do six more? You understand? They wanted to mm. do six more sounds. And <laughs> you know, I had to bring wow, in producers more. together. Oh, yes. I had to bring in producers, songwriters, and everybody together yeah. to create six more sounds. And that alone yeah. itself shows, you know, how I've sort of been yeah. able to leverage on, you know, the network from that person that we used to be shy yeah. about, you know, get talking to people, getting businesses to constantly, you know, bringing more business by creating value for others. You understand? Mm -hmm. We also mm -hmm. have another company which we signed our, I think our first retainer during the pandemic, yeah. <laughs> you understand, yeah. uh, is a real estate yeah. company. It's owned by one of the biggest companies, actually, I would say in the world also. Mm. This company is traded mm. on the UK yeah. Stock Exchange. Yeah. That's how big the company is, it's traded on the UK Stock Exchange. And we currently undo their social media. Wow. And also nice. their new generation. Yeah. You understand? So all these things, as and the, all this came from yeah. learning from that mistake of me not being nice. able to grow, nice. you know, to say this is what I do and this is the value nice. I can give to you. Yeah. So I've, I understood that that time that was my failure. You understand? And I think okay, now this is the solution to yeah. this. Yeah. And that's translated to the success I have now. You understand? Yeah. Outside yeah. of great, outside of great, yeah. there's also you know the ones for the record label for the music, you know. Building campaigns for artists, you know, for example, being at campaigns for yeah. Fewer Savage, yeah. Salty yeah. Soul, Jamie Alade, Adekunle Gold, you understand? Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm breaking records. For example, Jamie Alade, yeah. breaking record for a song with, with voice on TikTok. Nice. It was a song of the young TikTok nice. that time. Nice. You understand? All these nice. things that like, yeah. you know, I've helped to build and formulate. So definitely I've learned from my failure and I've, you know, uh, all my all the lessons I've brought it nice, nice. brought it forward and help you know to use to define what it yeah. is right now that we are calling a success. You get what I'm saying, and hopefully we'll be able to do more and yeah. more and Greer will go more in the future. Uh yeah, yeah.
Iya. Iya, iya. Yes, that answers it. Awesome. I'm just curious. I'm just very curious story. I'm just curious about how you started working for the biggest record label in the world. Like, how did that story begin? Like, how? Like, just. I'm just curious. I'm just like. I'm like because oh, like. Yeah, okay. Like you share uh, how you okay. Got this opportunity. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, this is actually a funny story. <laughs> yeah. So remember, I said while I was in. Ah. Uh, okay. I said, I told my roommates, I'm going to work for the biggest. I'm going to create. Um. I'm going to create the biggest label in Africa. The biggest level. So throughout all my, yeah. you know, working in a bank, working in a advertising agency, I had the music part in my mind. So when after I worked at Vadanzo, which was that agency where I learned everything I was learning, I got an opportunity to move to Ringia. You would know Ringia, Ringia Digital Marketing, their own Pulse. Do you know? You know? You know Ringia? You know Pulse? Yeah. Hello? Can you hear me? Is this better? Yeah, I can hear you now. Sorry about that. I mean, the network here just sort of... <laughs> I don't know what happened. When said it was going to go off. Uh, and I've been battling with it. Yeah. <laughs> African. Yeah, African internet. That's what we battle with. One of the things that we're constantly, you know, trying to navigate to get things done. Yeah, yeah, very sure. Yes, so I was the last question I'd asked was um, the story of how you ended up working for the biggest label in the world. Like, I just want to know if you could share okay. the story, and like, yeah, like especially um, from moving from advertising into like fully music. Yeah. Okay. Um. So while I was working at Vadanzo, which is the agency that allowed me to you know to do to do you know work across different you know part of advertising PR. So yeah. after I left the yeah. agency, yeah. I joined Ringia. I know. Are you familiar with? Do you know Ringia? Ah, okay. Ringia Digital Marketing. No, 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 I don't. I don't. They all, but you know Pulse. No, I, it's a nice. Yes, Pulse. I know Pulse. Yes, Pulse. yes. So Ringia owns Pulse. So Pulse is like the publishing ah, ham, okay. you know, which does like the blog and online news. Why they have a digital marketing ham, where which was Ringia Digital Marketing. Okay. Um, so I worked for the digital okay. marketing ham, um, and that was through um, somebody that used to work at Varanzo. When she left Varanzo and she saw the, an opening, okay. you know, she asked me if I would like to join her at Ringia. And I, yeah, I'll come okay. and join you. So I worked on her at Ringia. So while I was at Ringia, okay. um, this particular biggest label in the world that I keep saying, I, st- I don't want to you know, mention the name yeah. actually is Universal yeah, Music, yeah, yeah. Universal, Universal yeah. Music Nigeria, okay. uh, Universal Music Group yeah. was a client for okay. Ringia. So I was running the hats okay. for Universal Music, you understand? Um, you know, reporting to uh, them okay. and doing all that for them. So you would think that yeah. that's how I got the job. Maybe somebody from there reached out to me, like, oh, you're running yeah. our ads, but that was not what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think uh-huh. so. One of those days, I was running hard. I decided to take a break. You know, you know I think I went to the kitchen and I brought on my phone, went on Instagram. Uh-huh. Then I saw Instagram. You know, yeah. there was a post yeah. saying, "Oh, they are looking to hire marketing executives." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, this is interesting." Yeah. And I said to apply for the job. 
Yeah. I just applied for the role, like, yeah. interested. So um, I applied for the role. Yeah. They called me up for an interview. So I, what was interesting was so when they told, yeah. us, they told us to do a marketing plan for Mr. Easy's yeah. uh, Lagos to London. Um, so I did, ah, I, okay. I, drew, okay. I drew a marketing plan, you know, did like billboards to say, this is the length of the album. You know, I think the album that Lagos London was about, um, yeah. I think everything was, if I'm trying to remember the length of the project, but it was not quite, maybe 20 something minutes or, you know, I think 20 or 40 minutes. Yeah. That's the length of the album. And I did like in my, yeah. in my presentation, I wrote, oh, okay. I, told, I, I told them we would do a billboard that says you get to Lagos, to London uh, in 20 minutes, which like the duration of the entire EP. You understand that's that that would be that would be yeah, our nice. teaser. <laughs> you understand that would be our teaser. So people will keep yeah. wondering, oh, who is this? How would I get to Lagos to London? If that does not make sense, then we we'll put the link. Then people, you know, people will go and search and like, who is yeah. this? What is this? Then they will find out the music. Oh, this is the music. Oh, this is her. Yeah, yeah. So I created like bosses. Oh, this is the music boss. These are the brands. Yeah. So I put all of that marketing in my plan to say, so it just should show, show them how I was thinking in terms of, you know, seizing the music, mm-hmm. partnership, actually creating, you know, events, pockets to market the project and all of that. So as of the time, the project was already out. The Lagos yeah. Longer was already out. I was just doing like a marketing plan to just do an example of yeah. what it would have been yeah. if I was working yeah. on it. And they really, really liked it. And yeah. that's how I got yeah. the job. And I said, come through. Uh, after after oh, a few wow. months, I waited. Then I think I was heading to work one of, the, uh, one of those days. I was heading to work in the morning and I got an email from Eze, Eze Gozier. Ezizikuzi was the GM of Universal yeah. Music then saying, oh yeah, I would like you yeah. to join Universal Music if you are still very much interested in joining. we like, oh yeah. I literally, and this, I'm not actually joking, tears actually came from my heart. Yeah. I said, this actually wow. happened, you know, saying, I said yeah. I was going to do this. Yeah. Understand? And I'm very, very close to it. Like, if yeah. I'm working for the biggest label in the world, like that's how close you know it gets, you know, opportunity to work yeah. with bigger art, some of the biggest artists in the world, you understand. Actually, in the world, you know, not only in Africa, yeah. you know, Kanye yeah. and Drake. Yeah, for, the example, world. Yeah. It does. For, yeah. for, for example, Drake's yeah. Drake's album that just came out, that I did billboard across yeah. across the world. I actually put yeah. up all the billboards in Nigeria. Yeah. All the billboards in Nigeria nice. went through me. Nice. You understand, you know, the out, you know, in midnight yeah. trying to get them up, you know, driving from one location to location to make sure the billboards <laughs> are hot. So imagine yeah. working on Drake's project. That is that that alone, you know, nice. gives you like, yeah, that's like one of the biggest artists in the world. I'm working on you know, to roll out their album. Yeah. Um, yeah. So oh, yeah. that's the satisfaction satisfaction in that alone. You understand, just say, hey, yeah. and I'm still a young person. Yeah. I still have like you know very bright years, or you know ahead of me. It means like I can still do more. So yeah. yeah, so for me right yeah, now, yeah, yeah, I can do a lot, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, how that's, that's how music happens. I mean, so like, I'm... okay, that's amazing, man. I'm just curious about how Main Rain Gear felt about you leaving because they don't work for the client. <laughs> Um, I think, I think honestly, I think I don't know. I don't know how it felt. So I think as at that point, uh, the person uh, I uh, that yeah. brought me to the company was already was already leaving. Actually, she left. Yeah. 
she left then i left a month after so if i yeah at that point uh, yeah i left a month after as at that point like yeah, yeah this is it okay. i think they felt they felt that <laughs> they felt i i you know went to their back and went to meet the clients and you know try to get them to to, to <laughs> but that wasn't what happened i just saw a posting yeah, yeah, yeah. On, I also posted saying they are looking for marketing, you know, um, marketing executive, yeah, yeah. and I applied mm-hmm. for it. But what I did was I was smart enough to include their name as one of my, you know, projects I've worked on. Definitely, that will catch their attention. Ah, nice. Understand. So if they yeah, yeah, yeah. see and they see, yeah. oh, they'll be like, work, yeah. you get, they see that oh, I, it works at Ringia. Yeah. Oh, is actually the one running our hearts at Ringia. You get that's actually more interesting than yeah. so I was just smart yeah. enough to position it in my CV. I didn't I didn't talk to it, was, it wasn't like ah, a back nice, conversation. Nice, nice. So I tried to explain that to them. I don't know if they believe yeah. me. I don't know if they believe me, but that's the truth. <laughs> um yeah. yeah. But working yeah. at Ringia was actually very interesting. I worked with some amazing people who you know who are, who are doing like amazing things. You know, one of them uh is currently the product nice. manager for uh in his NSC Moe. You understand there was also Osagia Lunge, you know, who I got to meet. Yeah. There's Joy Akan, you know, one of the you know biggest writers in Africa, okay. the main writers in Africa, who I got to meet. There's Motolo nice. Nalaki. You nice. understand? I've getting to meet and interact with those people, you know, was very, very, you know, um yeah. important to my development, yeah, yeah. you know, it was an experience. Yeah. So Ringia was definitely, you know, an important part of my career journey. Oh, that's so nice. I'm just curious. So as we end the podcast, just one thing I wanted, I usually ask every guest, mm-hmm. like one life lesson that you've learned as the molar that you think someone can either apply in their creative endeavors or just in life generally. And just like something you think the listeners can go away with after listening to your amazing story and like just <laughs> like learn and like you can apply it and put in there in whatever they want to do, whether it is a creative pursuit or just a life pursuit. Yeah. Um, so I think I would say, I'll go back to the TED talk, which I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Um, I think everybody yeah, should yeah, take yeah. time to watch that visualize catastrophe. That's it. I think I'll put the link in the description. Yeah, you Just should, help you guys, should. I think. That will help guys. Um, yeah. so if I'll say anything, I'll tell you visualize catastrophe. Yeah. That that's what I would say, and because <laughs> yeah. that alone in itself would help you across yeah. any place, anything you're doing. Because if you can visualize catastrophe, especially seeing how things yeah. can go wrong, you're able to see way in advance and you yeah. know, find solution to those things. So if you are designing a product, for example, and you see this product and you're visualizing catastrophe, how can it possibly go wrong? Yeah. I constantly see this is how it can go wrong. And you constantly find solution, you know, to stop yeah. it from going wrong. You constantly, you know, build yeah. a better and better product, you know, it applies also in your journey, yeah. in your marketing, you know, whatever you're doing in life, you understand, operates from that mindset. Of, yeah. I'm trying to, yeah. you know, this is how it can go wrong and I'm trying to solve it and find solution. So my word would be visualize nice. catastrophe <laughs> and solve I'm glad I saw it. Yeah. Nice. That's amazing, man. Thank you so much for your time, man. It's been awesome catching up with you. Um, thank, thank you very much, Gabriel. I mean, I'm, it's an honor I, being I mean, I was even shocked. I was even shocked you. I was even shocked you replied. To be honest, like <laughs> uh, I was just. 
I think I just talked to Chizicho from Marvin. Oh, okay. And then from Marvin Records, and and then he then like you know like how you like how like LinkedIn sort of suggests new people, <laughs> new friends yeah. or new networks, and then mm-hmm. like your name popped up, and then I was like, okay, who is this? And then I was like, oh wait, he works like in the same business. Chizicho, let me just reach out. I don't know if you all say yes or and yeah. I'm, I'm honored that you said yes. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, I'm honored to be on the podcast. Cool, man. Yeah, let me just stop this recording here.